This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio, and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. just a minute only 60 seconds and it forced upon me can't refuse it didn't seek it didn't choose it but it's up to me to use it i must suffer if i lose it give account if i abuse it just a tiny little minute but an eternity is in it hello everybody this is willie jolly coming to you across america border to border coast to coast as my friend joe madison likes to say on the new willie jolly wealthy ways show here on sirius xm channel 141 hur voices i'm excited about this new show and i'm grateful for all of you who have been emailing us 
and asking how you can get copies of these shows. I'm so grateful that you're telling your friends about them. One gentleman said he sits in his car uh, and listens every week and, and then tells his friends uh, to listen to the replays. So if you are a, new, a newbie to the show, it airs every weekend, Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. It airs again on uh, Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern and again on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So make sure you listen wherever you might be in the country. You know, I take a moment at the beginning of every show just to thank God for grace and life and mercy and peace and strength and health. Just to say thank you, God, for another day. You know, I am grateful for so many things, but I'm first of all and most importantly grateful for good health and for being in the land of the living, still being here. So I don't take that for granted, and I'm grateful for all God gives me every day just to be here. So, you know, I say it every week, My God's gift to us is life. Our gift to God is what we do with our lives. So I try and do it with all I can with what I've been given and I am trying to max out. So I encourage you, as my friend Les Brown says, to 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 live full and die empty. So <laughs> when your days are over that you've done all you could do and you've left nothing on the field. Well, uh, I hope that you are all going to my website, willyjolly.com, signing up for the newsletter so you can get the free. There's a new page on my website, willyjolly.com slash free. And that's the free information. Some of these free interviews, free music, free eBooks, free articles, white papers, just a lot of stuff just to encourage you, just to give you something that will inspire you. And also, you know, my new foundation is jollygoodnews.org, jollygoodnews.org, where we're going to be putting my book, A Setback, A Setup for a Comeback into Prisons. If you have an interest in uh, partnering with us in that and helping uh, get our youth PBS special into every school in the country, we would love your support and help on that. We are trying to make an impact in the world and in uh, people's lives and help people to uh, know that their past does not equal their future and where they come from does not determine where they're going. My guest today is someone I have been wanting to get on this show for a long time. He's a friend, uh, but, you know, this guy is so busy. I don't get to talk to him often. And he is on television. He's a syndicated radio host. He has number one selling best selling books. He is a phenomenal uh, person, a philanthropist, a uh, uh, educator. He's a person who really helps people with their wealth. And, you know, this is wealthy ways. So helping them with their wealth. His name is Rick Edelman. And Rick Edelman is, has been named the number one independent financial advisor in the nation in 2009, 2010, and 2012, and nine times among America's top 100 financial advisors. He's the author of many books, including his latest book, Rescue Your Money, the award-winning The Lies About Money, the personal finance classic, The Truth About Money, which is now in his fourth edition. And he has the Truth About Money television series, radio shows. This guy is busy, busy, busy. And we've been trying to connect on our schedules. And we finally got on his schedule and was able to get him. And so I'm grateful to have him. Rick, are you there? Willie, it's great to be with you. How are you? Man, I'm incredible and grateful for your uh, finding time in your schedule to be with me. Thank you so much. 
Oh, it's my pleasure. You're one of my favorites. You know that. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, we want to talk about wealth building. This show is about wealth building, and we have entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who are listening, and people, and I want to give them content on on why it's important, one, to be wealthy, and then how to grow their wealth. Uh, many people have, have uh, limited resources now, but I heard Bob Johnson say, it's not how much money you make, it's how much what you do with the money you make and how much of it you keep and how you invest in grow it. Am I correct? Yes, absolutely correct. Uh, the fundamental reason why you need to create wealth is because poor people can't help other people. Uh, <laughs> That's true. It, that it, is it, true. That's you know, you're, you're either the recipient of someone else's help or you are the one giving help. And mm. you know, there's, there's a saying that to who, he who much is given, much is required. Uh, the Bible talks about that a lot, and it's, it's obviously very, very true. So we need to create wealth because that is how we can support those in need, our family members, our community, and ourselves, quite frankly, to provide for ourselves and protect and ensure that we have the financial security and financial comfort that we want not only now for our retirement and the rest of our lives. Mm, absolutely. And that is why people need to know why it's important to be wealthy. It's hard to give if you ain't got it. And, and that's an old saying someone told me years ago, but it's true. And many people say they want to be helpful in the community, helpful in the church, but you've got to get to be able to be helpful and you've got to be able to grow your wealth and understand how money works because money does have very scientific working and not just a, a crapshoot. There's some science here, and uh, you've been able to tap into that. Now, I want to talk about some of the things and the psychology that you've taught people over the years about wealth building, as well as the, the tried and true steps that people can take right now to start turning their lives around financially. You're absolutely right, Willie. The whole concept of money is, as you said, scientific. It is not about a hot tip or a gut feeling or a get-rich-quick scheme or some strategy that somebody uh, in some TV show or in magazine touts. In fact, uh, it is solid academics. It is rooted in science. It is measurable. It is predictable. It is replicatable. And it's something that best of all, doesn't take an awful lot of knowledge, it doesn't take an awful lot of time, and it doesn't even take an awful lot of money. All it takes is you following a few basic, simple steps, and you can achieve wealth uh, over the course of your lifetime. Well, let's talk about that. Let's jump right in. And what are some basic, simple steps that people should know about money and about wealth building and the science? A uh, couple of basics. Number one, pay yourself first. Mm. More than anything else. Pay yourself first. So many of us, we, I remember when my wife Jean and I were starting out 30 years ago, and you get your paycheck and you've got all your bills, and we would try to figure out which bills to pay and which ones to put off. And by the time we were finished, the bills were paid and the money was gone. Mm. And we were as broke as we were the month earlier. What we eventually realized is that if we would write a check to ourselves for $25, $50, whatever, pay ourselves first, treat ourselves like a creditor. A creditors are demanding our money, so let's demand our money from ourselves. Right. By writing ourselves a check, we would then pay the rest of our bills, and we guess what? We were broke like we were always, but now we were broke with money saved. <laughs> Amen. And, and by doing it that way, we were slowly able to accumulate real assets, and it's the number one step. Pay yourself first. Simple, wow. easy, anyone can do it. Wow, great, great tip. Number two. Number two is to recognize that 
in addition to working hard, and I think most Americans fall in that category. I, I, I'm just so proud of not only being an American, but knowing so many through, that I meet through my seminars and my radio and TV shows. And I'll tell you what, we are a hard-working people. Right. Uh, and we know what it's like to work hard, and we aren't afraid of hard work. We, we know what it's like. What we need to do, however, to create wealth is something a little bit more than that. In addition to working hard, we must also work smart. Mm. In other words, if you do take that 20 bucks or 50 bucks a month and set it aside, it's not enough that you set it aside in a bank account where today the interest rate is near zero because the money isn't going to be working hard for you. The money is going to sit there and languish at 1% or 2%. We've got to get our money working as hard as we work. And that means we have to get our money to be earning a higher rate of interest than what it is capable of earning in a bank or a CD or a money market account or a T-bill. And that means we need to put the money into mutual funds or exchange-traded funds that invest in stocks and bonds and real estate around the globe. We have to participate in the financial marketplace. Sounds intimidating, sounds scary, but mutual funds and exchange-traded funds do this very simply, very easily, very inexpensively, and it enables us the opportunity to earn 5%, 8%, 10% returns, and that's how we're going to grow true wealth, by getting our money to work as hard as we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, I hope you get this. That, that first thing is one, that you pay yourself first. And I know so many of you here who are listening today, you, you have income. And at the end of the month, my son and I were just talking about that. He's a lawyer and he worked for a, a, a government agency. And he said, you know, when I looked after all, I had nothing left. And I said, are you paying yourself first? Are you putting something away for yourself right up the up?" Top, making a commitment every month. He said, you know, I was paying my bills and paying this loan. And I said, you got to pay yourself. So first, pay yourself. And I like the way Rick said it. Pay yourself like you are a creditor. Just say, here's what I, I've got to pay myself and put it away and make sure that's, and then make sure that your money works for you. Uh, someone says that your money should be like little workmen. They get up and go to work like you, go out every day, work, and they come back in the evening and they've done well and they bring back something, they bring some more of them back with them, you know? And so that sounds kind of humorous, but it's absolutely true. Many people are still stuffing their monies up under their uh, uh, mattresses, but basically if you got it in a, uh, just a check, account or a savings account. So Rick said, you've got to go and get involved in mutual funds, exchange, traded funds, or some real estate, because that will get you a better return and make your money work better for you. You're listening to Willie Jolly across America from border to border, coast to coast. And I'm, I got my good friend, Rick Edelman, on the line. We're gonna When he comes back, we're going to make sure you know how to get to his books, his website. He has a, a newsletter you need to know about. He's got a lot of good stuff on his website. So we're going to come back with that in just a few minutes. And when we do, you're going to be able to hear more from my dear friend, Rick Edelman, about the truth about money and how to rescue your money. This is Willie Jolly across America. And for sure, for sure, for sure, the best is yet. To come. Oh, me. Me, me, can oh, 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 o
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. motivated highly motivated i am ready to take it to another level hope you enjoy that song that song was produced by my dear friend uh paul minor who recently passed away i'm so uh i was so saddened by that but celebrating his life because he's one of the top producers and i spoke at his service and we talked about the fact that you know some people find their passion and their their reason for being they come to this earth and find their purpose Paul Miner was a gentleman who did that. He started in, in a little studio I had uh, almost 30 years ago now, and he was a teenager, and he came. His uncle and I were partners in the music business, and he just came and said, you know, what are you doing? How are y'all working these buttons? And he, we taught him what we thought we knew something, and before long, he was teaching us. The student became the teacher, and he went on to produce music for Earth, Wind & Fire, The Whispers, and America's uh, Most Wanted. He did all of their music tracks. He became one of the top uh, music producers and engineers in the country and was nominated for a number of uh, Grammy Awards. And so we, he was a young man. He, he was 47 when he passed. But look, you know, uh, life is not always 
counted by the years or the quantity of the life, but about the quality and the impact. So we celebrate Paul Minor, who produced that highly motivated song. You can get that song actually on my website at willyjolly.com or on our music page, or you can go to iTunes. You can go to uh, any of the music download uh, places in America and get that song highly motivated. Anyway, I'm highly motivated today because my dear friend uh, Rick Edelman is my guest, and I've been wanting to get him on this show for a long time. He's a busy man. He's got syndicated radio, syndicated television. He is one of the top uh, financial advisors in the world. He was named the number one independent financial advisor in the U.S. for three out of the last four years. He's been uh, one of the top 100 financial advisors in America for nine times over the last uh, 10 years. And I mean, this guy is just fantastic. He writes uh, terrific books that become immediate bestsellers. And so he can tell you. And me, he can tell you and me. I'm I'm in in the in the, in the uh, lesson too. I'm taking notes just like you taking notes as I do every week on my show. And I encourage you to tell your friends to listen and take notes because a short pencil is long better than a long memory any day of the week. So you might get an idea that will help to grow you. But Rick was Rick Edelman's on. Uh, Rick, where can people learn about your 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 business, your books, your newsletter? Where can people find out more about you? Willie, they can follow uh, all that info at my website, rickedelman.com. That's spelled ricedelman.com. And get all the info about how we manage money for people all around the country and our books and newsletters and TV and radio shows. All that is at ricedelman.com. And so Rice, because he has a Rick, R-I-C, no K, R-I-C, Edelman, E-D-E-L-M-A-N. So, Rick, you were giving us some tips about, uh, you know, just the basics. The first basic that for those who just joining us might have just tuned in, uh, Rick is the, as I said, the author of the new book, Rescue Your Money. And that I love what he said when we first started. He said, you know, the reason you need to create wealth is because poor people cannot help other people to become wealthy. <laughs> and and it's hard to, hard to give something to somebody if you have nothing. And if you're either one or two positions, you're either uh, one of the people who are helping others or you're the people who in need of help. And so we want to help you to be in a position that you're going to help be in helping uh, your community, your church, your your children, your parents, your uh, your charities, somebody that you want to bless, but you got to have something to do that. So he said the first step, basic number one, pay yourself first. Be like a creditor. Write yourself a check with every paycheck, every time you get money before you pay all your bills, because bills are going to keep coming. They're just going to keep coming. And so pay yourself first. Number two, recognize that in addition, in addition to working hard, you must work smart. Make your money work as hard as you work. So exchange traded funds, mutual funds, real estate, where you get 10, 5, 10, 5, 8, 10, 15 percent interest. Uh, the next one, uh, Rick, you want to tell us about? Well, what you have to do next is two things. Number one, build a plan. Mm. Investing is, uh, too many people approach it the wrong way, Willie. They, they, Try to, they get money in their pocket and they figure out where can I invest it? What's a hot stock? What, what investment is a good idea these days? And that's the wrong approach. Mm. Investing is not an end unto itself. We often find people, they come into our office for the first time and they show us their investments. And I ask them a simple question. How did you accumulate these? Uh, where'd you get them? When did you get them? And they kind of give me a blank stare and they say, I don't know. It's kind of like the stuff in your attic. Where did it all come from? How did that stuff get there? I don't know. It just... 
gets accumulated over time. There's no plan. There's no goal. There's no purpose to it. Mm. So that's where we want to begin in the world of financial planning. What is it you're trying to accomplish? Where do you want to go? For most of us, we're thinking about getting our kids into college, mm-hmm. buying a home, reaching retirement at some point. Those are the big three. The fourth one that a lot of people mention is caring for aging parents. Mm-hmm. So we want to recognize that money is pointless unless there's a goal. Do you want to buy a car? Do you want to buy a vacation home? Do you want to travel? What is it you want to do? Let's start with that question. And once you decide what the goal is, now we can work backwards and figure out how much money is it going to take and how much do I need to save on a monthly basis in order to achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. That tells us where the money should be invested. Based on how much money we have, how much time we have to save, that's how we figure out what kind of investments you ought to buy. Most people are, who are investing don't have a plan. They don't have, it's like getting in the car and having no idea where you're going. Mm. Makes no sense. And so we begin with the plan. That is step number one. Wow. Okay, that's step number one. Uh, build step, a plan. Step number two is really important. We talked earlier about why you need to invest in mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, real estate, and other investments on a global basis. But a lot of people these days are scared of that, Willie, because of what's happened in the country over the past five years uh, with the credit crisis and investments having lost value and home prices dropping. And a lot of people are scared these days. They don't know if they have the confidence of investing in those kinds of things. Mm. The real thing to understand is that what's been happening the past five years is extraordinarily uncommon. In fact, it's only happened twice in the last hundred years. It happened back in the 1930s, and it happened the last 10 years. It is not at all something you should assume is normal or going to be permanent in our society. In fact, it's like a big storm that just blew through town. That storm has passed. It's over. The future is going to be much sunnier than the storm we just went through. Mm. So people need to get past their fear and past their worries and be willing to invest in the financial markets in accordance with their plan, because that's the only way they're going to be able to achieve their goals. Mm, so get past the fear and the worry. Yes. All right, get past. And many people are, are, are afraid to get back into investing because they might have lost a little bit in, in the last time, and now they're waiting for it to come back completely. And, and I like to tell people, now it's on sale. Everything's on sale right now. You're exactly right. I've been saying that throughout the 2008 credit crisis, that it's the buying opportunity of a lifetime. People were happy to buy stocks when the Dow Jones industrial average was 14,000. People were throwing money at the stock market. When the Dow fell to 6,700 a year and a half later, everybody was selling. They were buying high at 14,000 and selling low at 6,700 and then scratching their heads asking, how did I lose money? People react emotionally, and that's a huge mistake that so many people make. We have to recognize that investing means disassociating from the emotion, 
focusing on the long term and having the confidence that our nation is going to continue to prosper just as it has for 200 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I believe that, you know, Warren Buffett has said it. So many have said it, that this is the best time for creating wealth. And Rick, folks, just just uh, reiterated it and, and has confirmed it is right. This is a time and this is a uh, if you look at the, you know, for what I do, I look at the setback and set up for a comeback book and then the new book turned setbacks into greenbacks and hope all of you have it. But if you don't, here's one of the things I learned when I was doing the research that with every downturn, when it comes back, it comes back better than when it was before the downturn. We've had 11 recessions since the Great Depression, and each one we come back better. And this too shall do the same. We've had a we've had a a, a dip in the market. We've had a bump in the road. But don't stop investing. Don't stop looking for the opportunity because they're all around. And those who are wise are really taking full advantage of this. This is the time. Am I right about it, Rick? You're absolutely right, Willie. In fact, I'll take it to another extreme. If people reject what you just said, if someone is not persuaded that investing is, in fact, a successful way to go, and they insist on leaving their money in bank accounts and CDs earning less than 1%, they are guaranteeing themselves not the safety that they're hoping for. They're guaranteeing themselves financial failure. Mm. When you put money in, a, in an investment that earns 1% or 2%, you aren't even keeping pace with inflation, mm. let alone growing your money in real terms. And in other words, you have a choice. You can follow what Willie Jolly's just said and hope it works, or you can leave your money in the bank where it is guaranteed not to work. Mm. <laughs> that. <laughs> that's a big one i like the way you said that because uh, it's guaranteed when when you're not even keeping up with inflation you're guaranteed to fail and so you've got to you got to go so what else do you tell your folks just these are the basic things folks get past the fear get involved get a plan and i love the fact you talk about emotional investing now we spend a lot of time willie on what we call behavioral finance, the study of psychology and investing. Because after all, let's face it, we're, we're creatures of emotion. We, right. we are not robots. We act emotionally. It's how we're bred uh, as a species. And that causes us to react based on the powerful emotions of fear and greed. Mm. Back in the 1990s, remember all the dot-coms were all the rage? Right. Greed was everywhere. People just wanted to get in on the latest dot-com. And then when the dot-coms all went broke in 2000, it was that greed was replaced by fear. And we're going through it again with the credit crisis of 2008. Fear is again paramount in people's minds. And because they're fearful, they don't want to invest. What we have to recognize is that our emotions are our enemies when it comes to investing, because investing has nothing to do with emotion. It has everything to do with science and academics and history. And if we allow emotion to color our decision making, we're going to do the wrong thing at the wrong time, costing ourselves a lot of money. Wow. That's that's absolutely. Now, you know, some people are uh, mindset. They do cost uh, of cost averaging. Uh, and some people are afraid to even get in at any level. And yet there are others who are looking at 
possibilities that are unlimited. Uh, what is it that you tell your clients? You know, that's, hey, folks, you, you got, you've got a little bit of money to get started with. And, you know, we all, for those who have read, I don't say we all have read it, but for those who read The Millionaire Next Door, one of the things it says that you can be with the post office, you can be a, a custodian in a, in a, 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 a school, you could be a lawn uh, care person and be a millionaire. Who live right in their neighborhood because they did these principles over and over again. They took, they paid themselves first. They took time out. And so we're going to take a quick break right here. And then we're going to come back and talk more about this. This is Willie Jolly. I got Rick Edelman. We jumping right into this. I mean, he's telling us stuff that will help you become wealthy. And let me tell you, it's important to be wealthy. It is important to be wealthy. Money isn't everything, but it does give you options. It gives you options for health care. It gives you options for education. It gives you options for where you're going to live. It gives you options for what kind of work you are able to do or you can do or you choose to do. It gives you options for your for your children's children. So I'm impacting, employing and and pleading with you to make it important to become wealthy in America. I'm pleading with people to become wealthy. Don't just play it off and say, well, I'll be all right. Make it important. And I don't care how much money you make. It's not how much money you make. It's how much you keep and how much you invest. And the end of the day, am I right about it, Rick? You can go into greater detail about that, Rick. You're absolutely right about that, Willie. And, and it's something that people de- really don't fully understand because uh, of psychology and emotion. People have um, complicated relationships with money. Hmm. It goes back to our childhood. How did our parents handle money? How did money influenced the family. Was there a feeling of poverty? Was there a feeling of abundance? Uh, Did you have to work for money as a child? Was it easily given to you? Did parents give you money instead of their time and their love and affection and and attention? Uh, uh, Are you in a relationship right now where money is used as a weapon uh, Mm. by your partner, uh, doling out or withholding money uh, with you? And uh, there are so many powerful emotions associated with money that it interferes in many cases in a healthy relationship. And that spills over into the investment strategy uh, that people are dealing with, even to the point where some people deliberately, consciously choose not to save money because they fear that only evil people have money, that anyone who's rich. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I mean, you've seen this. I mean, you've seen, Willie, yourself, of people who say that materialism is bad. Well, materialism and wealth are two totally different things. That's right. That's right. Um, And, 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 you know, let's let's deal with that for a minute because I think it's important, and I've been saying this, we get get so many messages, uh, uh, oh, uh, what is it? Card, cold money, uh, mean, green. You know, and we get that the rich people are are mean and, and greedy. Now, I have had experiences with millionaires, billionaires, and, and people who I've had in my network over the years, and the, some of them, some of them, you know, I'm not saying all uh, people who don't have money are one way or all. No, I'm not. But the people I know who are wealthy are some of the most giving and kind people I've ever met. I just are constantly, and and most of them are frugal. And I, I'll tell you, they are frugal. They are the ones I know. Now, some people are, um, uh, they, they have, you know, they'll have money and they'll go through it quickly. Um, but 
The people who have long term wealth are frugal. They're wise investors as well as they spend money wisely. As my friend Nito Cobain says, he says he is uh, frugally extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I don't even have a problem if somebody who's wealthy isn't frugal, because let's think about it. If they're going to go buy a big fancy car or use a private jet or uh, buy a second home in an island. Do you have any idea how many jobs they're creating? If they sit home and just count their money and they don't spread their money around, nobody's getting to benefit from that. Mm -hmm. So you can even make a strong case that the spending of wealth is in fact uh, a way to give back and help grow the society. Grow, grow, uh, stimulate the economy with some money. Now, you you know, you, you're right, though, when you said that many people have a mindset that, you know, I've heard people, all of us heard people say, well, I don't want to be rich because someone's always trying to take your money, or I don't want to be rich because, and they've got some, and as soon as you say that, you're speaking, uh, you're speaking uh, poor and being poor-minded and poor-mouthed into your life. Whatever you speak is what you become. So if you say you're poor, you'll be poor. If you say you're sick, you'll be sick. If you say your children are bad, they'll be terrible. So you got to start speaking wealth in your life. you got to start speaking blessings in your life. you got to speak abundance in your life. There's more than enough for everyone. Am I right, Rick? Yes, you're absolutely correct. And we have to understand that money doesn't change people. It simply amplifies them. Magnifies, words, if you're a jerk, right. having a lot of money simply would make you a bigger jerk. Right. But if you're, if you're a nice person, having money is going to make you an awful lot nicer. Right, right, right. That's exactly right. I love it. So what are some more steps that people should do? Some more of the basics that you recommend with people? Well, one, if, uh, I sometimes come upon people who are genuinely struggling trying to save 5 or 10 or $20 on a monthly basis. They're just convinced that uh, they can't manage to do that. So here's uh, two little uh, tricks that um, I recommend for people to use. The first one is real simple. Never spend coins. Hmm. Just spend dollars, paper currency, and collect the coins. So when you go into a store and they say, you know, hey, the, the bill's $1.05, do you have a nickel? You just say, no, here's $2, give me 95 cents in change. If you'll collect the change on a monthly basis, literally without even giving it any thought, just collect the change, you'll amass 20 to $40 a month mm. without even thinking about it. So anybody is capable of coming up with the money. Absolutely. The second uh, strategy is to use supermarket coupons the correct way. Most of us use coupons, and we, you know, it says save 50 cents, save a dollar. But all we do is buy more stuff. It says save a dollar. That means you need to go home and save a dollar. The dollar <laughs> you didn't spend on that item is a dollar that should still be in your pocket. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> When it says save a dollar, go home and save a dollar. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if you're using supermarket coupons for 20 or 30 bucks every time you shop, you should be going home with 20 or 30 bucks in your pocket. Right, 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 right. Oh, man. I have never heard that, and I think that's so brilliant. That is brilliant. To go home and save a dollar. <laughs> You know, it doesn't take uh, a whole lot to accumulate wealth. And you were talking earlier about how some people worry that they really can't achieve wealth because they don't make enough money. Here's a quick statistic for you. $3 a day. If you can come up with $3 a day from age 20 to age 65, you do $3 a day every day of your working career, you'll end up at age 65 with $1 million. Wow. Just 3 bucks. That's, that's half the cost of a pack of cigarettes. Mm. 
Whoo, boy, now I'm going to use that. Uh, I'm going to use that because I am a big proponent of not smoking. And uh, and a part of that is because my dad was a smoker who died from lung cancer. And so I am, when I see kids with, with cigarettes, I tell them, you know what? Do you know how much you are spending over your lifetime? Now I know that if you took that, just half of that pack of cigarettes and didn't smoke it and saved it for the age 20 to 65, you would generate, have $1 million. I don't think smoking is a health issue. I think it's a wealth issue. I love it. I love it. Mm. Wow. Wow. That is, I love that. $3 a day. That's all it takes. Wow. Ooh, so, so, so wealth is available to us all, and that's the re- and the re- simple reason for that. We're living in the greatest country in the history of the world, right. where we can make anything that we want. We can be anybody we want. We have the ability through the freedoms provided to us in the Constitution and our capitalist way of life. We have the ability to create abundance for ourselves and our families, and that enables us to support our communities and those in need. And for people not, I'm firmly convinced that the only people who aren't wealthy are literally those who aren't trying. Mm. And now it's fine if somebody is, in, is consciously choosing not to because they're choosing to engage in a line of work or a profession or family life where they're not going to be doing that. That's fine if it's a conscious decision. But too often I find people are just too lazy about it or they have preconceived notions that they can't do it or that they're afraid to do it or that they think doing it is evil or bad. And we need to strip ourselves away from that emotional baggage and recognizing that money is not the root of all evil. What the Bible says is that it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. There's a big difference there. Put a pin right there, because this is a big point. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm a committed Christian, and I believe that God has blessed us, but I have found far too many people of faith who self-sabotage their success because deep down in their core, they feel something is wrong with being wealthy. I mean, how do you break that mindset? How do you break that that conditioning? Because God, you're right. It doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. It says that it's the love of money. Also, it says in Deuteronomy, it says that God gives you the power to create wealth. And then there's a comma after it. So you can establish his kingdom on this earth so you can impact and help people now you can't help going back to where we started you can't help people if you don't have something to help them with and so god gives you the power how do we break that that just that that i call it a demonic mindset that you just you know i i god don't want me to be wealthy i know i'm a i'm a christian or i'm a person of faith I, i don't supposed to be wealthy how do we break that Well, you said it earlier, Willie. Uh, If you think you can't, you can't. And if you think you can, you can. Mm. Uh, It begins with our own choices. Mm. Uh, And too often, we're saddled with baggage from our youth, uh, our experiences in life, uh, and what it, the surroundings that we had and the teachings we were given directly or indirectly from uh, parents and community. And we need to stare that in the face and stare it down and recognize that we're not going to let our past interfere with our future, that we're not going to let the negative influences of other people stand in our way. And it might mean that you need to move to a new community, that you need to disassociate with uh, negative people from your past or present, and you need to be Again, associating with people who can help you achieve your goals, because uh, too often we're surrounded with folks that are uh, just keeping us down, uh, often without our even knowing it. 
Absolutely. I want you folks to, to get all of this. This is powerful. I want you to make a commitment that you're going to start reading positive books. I encourage you right now to go get Rick Elderman's books today. Start reading the positive books. The pure, the powerful, and the positive will change your thinking. Your, change, your thinking will change your belief system. Your belief system will change your actions. Your actions will determine your habits. And your habits will determine your destiny. Do you want to be wealthy? How many of you want to be wealthy are listening to me today? Well, if you do, you got to change something right now. If you haven't hit your goal, Remember that your best thinking has gotten to you wherever you are in your life right now. So you got to change your thinking, change your actions, and change your future. This is Willie Jolly across America for sure, for sure, for sure on Sirius XM Channel 141. And for sure, the best is yet to come. I always get my dreams on the ground. Life had enough ups and Since I've met you, Since I've met all this changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. Walk by faith, talk by faith, move by faith, and live by faith. You gotta have faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. And we're back. You're listening to Willie Jolly across America. I hope you're enjoying this music and enjoying this message and enjoying this show as much as I enjoy giving it to you. Tell Lottie Dottie and everybody to turn on the radio every week and get this show. Because we're bringing the best and the brightest from across the world to be part of this show, to interview, so you can have greater success in your personal and professional endeavors, and in your family life, your church life, your community life, every part of your life. I want you to be wealthy in every part of your life. And that is why I brought the, my good friend Rick Edelman, and I've been wanting to get him. He is the author of... New York Times best-selling books. He's a syndicated radio show host, a television show host, a, a philanthropist, and named one of the top independent financial advisors in the nation over and over again. Rick, real quick, if people want to get financial advice from you, what do they do? It's real easy. Uh, just go to our website. Go to uh, rickedelman.com. That's spelled Rice Delman. Dot com. Yeah, they call me Rice all the time. <laughs> uh, or you can uh, call our, our phone number, 888-PLAN-RICK, and uh, we'll be happy to help you. We have offices all across the country, 30 offices around the U.S., and we have uh, 
uh, over 17,000 clients all around the country. We manage more than $8 billion in assets now. We're one of the largest, most popular financial planning firms in the country because people really like our message. They're, they like the fact that we help you achieve the goals that you have for yourself and your kids and your family so that uh, money is not really the point. It's not about the markets. It's not about geopolitics. It's just about financial security, financial comfort for you and your family. Wow, I love that. And real quick, um, you know, many times you see people who get into uh, financial planning with a some sort of uh, uh, organization that has proprietary funds, okay, or proprietary uh, um, investments. Yeah. And 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 you you're not a you're not a you're you're a fee based uh, uh, investment advisor, correct? We are. Yes, we are an independent, objective fee-based advisor, meaning we don't earn commissions, we don't charge commissions, there are no brokerage expenses uh, or trading costs or anything like that. Uh, instead, we charge a single annual fee for our clients uh, for investing their money, and we do not use any proprietary products, meaning that there are a lot of guys in the financial field who sell uh, mutual funds or real estate investments or annuities uh, or other uh, investment products that are manufactured by their employers. Uh, the big brokerage firms, banks, insurance companies, they all manufacture these products, and then they hire a big sales force to go out and sell them. And they pay those salesmen commissions to get them to sell the product. Well, that creates a massive conflict of interest because you can't be sure if the guy is telling you to buy this thing because it's good for you or good for him. Mm. And so we keep our clients away from all that nonsense by giving them advice that is in their best interest. It's in the client's best interest. And there are no commissions and no high cost investments and uh, no, none of that kind of nonsense that uh, a lot of people have grown uh, to be very worried about. Okay, because I wanted to make sure we get people to know that there are lots of options here. So I want to make sure that you look at them and go to Rick's uh, website and check it out. Now, uh, off air, folks, I, tell, I was telling Rick uh, uh, my, a personal story. My brother uh, was a, a pastor or an evangelist who had developed a mindset that troubled me because he became he had a piety is poverty mindset, and I believe it impacted his health and, and his early death because he was always struggling with money because he felt bad when people would give him on he'd go to speak someone they'd give him money he'd often give it back he had she had seven children and and we'd say you know, I'd say to him, why you, I just didn't feel good about taking it. And that's something I want people to get past. Rick kind of touched bases on it earlier, that people have a emotional issue, how they grew up, where they're thinking, where, where the people they're around, and it impacts their wealth, impacts their ability to even uh, make more money, make uh, greater investments, look for new opportunities, become more entrepreneurial. Even if you've got a full-time job, I tell people you work for your job and you give them, if they pay you a dollar, tell my son every day, if they pay you a dollar, give them $2 worth of work. You get an excellent reputation on your job. But then you go home and you got eight hours of sleep. You got eight hours between work and home to do something. And I encourage you, I know you got to eat and you got to work out and you got to have time with family, but some of that day, some of that time, work on your dream. 
Work on some goals that you have independent of, of, of your job. It's something that can create long-term wealth. So that is T.D. Jake said that your children's 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 grandchildren will one day walk in a room and look at your picture and run up to the picture and kiss it and say, thank you, great, great, great granddaddy or great, great grandmother for allowing me to have the opportunity so that I can get a good education, that I could have some of the, the wonderful things in life because of the foundation you built. And so we want to break that mindset that money is bad. Money is, wealth is bad. But getting a wealthy, we want to break that mindset and get you into a mindset that wealth and creating long-term wealth for your children's children and your family is a good thing. Rick, what can they do to help? What are the other ideas you can help that break that kind of mindset? As well as what do they do? Uh, two things I want to ask you. One, breaking that mindset and second this has been a tough economic time and so people have had setbacks some people have lost their home some have lost their retirement what do you say to your clients uh, who are struggling with that that's probably start with both well you go in either way you want to i just want to get those two things covered yeah there are two very uh, important issues the first one that you asked willie is is this if you truly believe that amassing wealth for your own benefit is uh, negative, is something bad and something you don't feel comfortable doing, then don't. Instead, I want you to create wealth for the benefit of others. Mm. Figure out what charity, what foundation, what community project, what building, what service you want to provide for others that requires money to make you do it. So I want you to go out and raise the money, work for the money, accumulate the money so that you can then do that goodwill deed. Mm, I love that. I, that's a wonderful. Now, I got to take a point there. Mother Teresa was a great example of that. Mother Teresa, not that she didn't want money, but she made a decision that as part of her her religious commitment that she didn't need a lot of money. But she she had the power to raise money for the people in Calcutta. And she did. She raised money and she made their lives better. I love that. If you believe that creating wealth for you is bad, then don't. Then raise money for others. Help others. Be a blessing to others. I love that. Thank you, Rick, for sharing. That's that. uh uh, a great example. Uh, I can't imagine a better one than, uh, than Mother Teresa. Uh, and your second question was, remind me. Your second question was, we went through these tough economic times. Yeah. It's had some setbacks, lost homes, lost cars, lost. So what are you telling your clients? And, and, and beyond getting past the fears, you're saying, okay, folks, we had some tough times, but here's what we got to do. One of the reasons that people are in a terrible financial situation today is not merely because, I put merely in quotes, not merely because they lost their home, lost their job, but it, that, that's what created the financial crisis for them. What has sustained the financial crisis for them is that they are continuing today to try to live the lifestyle that they frankly can no longer afford. Mm. In a desperate effort to keep the home that they frankly should have gotten rid of already or to uh, maintain that middle class uh, or upper middle class lifestyle, the country club membership, the fancy cars, the going out to dinners, the new wardrobe every season. Too many people are living today, even though they're no longer making a hundred grand a year like they were back 10 years ago, they're still acting as though they are. And we need to recognize that sometimes we do need to go down one in order to go up two, mm. that we need to let go and give up voluntarily what it was we once had and what it is we still wish we had so that we can rebuild from scratch. You can't dig yourself out of a hole while you're in the hole. You've got to recognize that you can't build wealth until you're at solid footing on a solid foundation. So we often say to people, you really don't have a choice. You've got to do what it takes 
to get rid of the past, disengage from it. In some extreme cases, it even means filing bankruptcy to let people start over with a clean slate so they can rebuild. Recognize that what's happened in these past five years to so many millions of hardworking Americans is not your fault. This is due to the bigger, broader economic situation of the country. We all know what happened. We all know why it happened. In most cases, it was not your fault. Don't blame yourself. Don't treat it as a definition of failure. Don't assume or, or take the attitude that this reflects you personally. It doesn't. It's simply a set of circumstances. Bad things sometimes happen to good people. Break from the past. Start over. And that's how you'll be able to rebuild faster and stronger than any other way. I love that. I love that. Folks, this is some good stuff. I'm telling you, all this is good stuff. You better call Lottie Dottie and everybody and tell them. I did make me think of one thought is that in my book, Turn Setbacks into Greenbacks, chapter number three said, don't let your pride poison your prosperity. So you might have to get a second job. You might have to work at Walmart. You might have to work at McDonald's. You might have to do some cleaning and cooking and, and things on the weekend, maybe uh, do a catering company. You, you can cook cakes. Create ways to start to imp, uh, support and, uh, and supplement and, and uh, impact your income by using your skill sets and some of the things you have. And last but not least, keep in mind that it's not just about the money. It's also about growing you. That the better you become, the more you'll be able to help people. Last minute, Rick, tell me the last couple thoughts you want to share. Tell them one more time the website and last couple thoughts you want to share. Website is rickedelman.com. That's ricedelman.com. And our phone number, 888-PLAN-RICK. And the most important thing to recognize is that you have an awful long time between now and the end of your life. Don't think about the past 10 or 20 years and say, gee, I wish I'd started sooner or woulda, coulda, shoulda. Forget all that. You can't affect the past. Focus on your future. That's why they call it financial planning. It's all about the future. Focus on that and your future will be bright. Ooh, thank you, Rick Edelman. You are fantastic. Folks, again, I want you to go get his books. I want you to buy his uh, materials. Go to the website. Sign up for his newsletter. He has some events that he'll maybe be coming to your city. Wherever way you can get hold of anything by Rick uh, Edelman, I highly, I highly encourage and, and recommend it. Thank you again, Rick, for being my, my guest today and for staying on and finding time with me. I'm going to come see you myself. I'm going to come see you sometime soon because I need more advice as, as well as myself son. So my wife and I, we want him to be a success in his business. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you very much. Anytime, Willie. Well, you're always the best. All right. Thank you, my friend. Well, folks, you've been listening to my show. Go to WillieJolly.com. Get more information on how you can get uh, uh, copies of this for your friend and uh, your family members. And remember that your best is yet to come. Believe it, achieve it, conceive it, and you'll know that your best really is yet to come. Have a great day and a great week. God bless you. And I'll talk to you soon. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't treat you fair? Do you see so many others moving on? Are you steady going nowhere? Have you maybe come to the conclusion that there's nothing at all that you can do? Well, just looking. In it mirror and you'll see who is really truly stopping you my my it's up to every one of us to take charge of my 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.